This is Talking Cowboys. Streaming live on DallasCowboys.com. And the official Dallas Cowboys app. First down. Jason Witt is in the end zone. Intercepted. Sean Lee. Touchdown. Des Bryant. Now, your hosts, Mickey Spagnola, Brian Broaddus, Taylor Stern, and Rob Phillips. What is up, everybody? We have another edition of Talking Cowboys for you guys today. Of course, I'm Taylor, joined by Mick. Rob and Brian. So guys, whether you're watching or listening today, we've got a great show for you. We are breaking down the Cowboys and the Broncos this week. I don't know if you guys knew this. Well, I'm sure you did, Mick. But the Cowboys have not been able to win at Denver since 1992. Dak Prescott and Ezekiel weren't even born yet. (laughs) Whoa, that's a stat. (laughs) Mick, you know that, Mick? Joining us today? I, oh, I gotta have this thing here. At your, at or pay your attention, note. whatever you want to do. We are on I the air. I was getting organized. That's what you do before the show. Well, Pre-game. they haven't beaten them since 95. Yeah. So At yeah. Denver. At no, Denver. I'm saying yeah. anytime. No, yeah. I know, but I'm That's talking not about good. at Denver. <laughs> Thank you, Jason. <laughs> Thank you, Ken. Because, by the way, Jason, it's four straight that they've lost to them, too. Yeah. yeah. Well, let's get into it in the SWBC Mortgage Studio. The Cowboys are looking to get that win no matter where they are. But they are at Denver, their first road game of the 2017 season. And I thought an interesting thing that happened yesterday in the locker room, because I think this will make a difference in the game, turnovers. Did you hear what Anthony Brown said about what this team considers their goal for turnovers? I heard Coach say something about 40? Takeaways. 40 takeaways, huh? Last year, Kansas City led the league with 33. Am I right? I think that sounds right. Yeah. You get 40, you're probably leading the league every year. Yeah, you're winning a lot of games. It averages out to 2.5 per game. Oh. So that's not – Louisiana math there. Hey. The year before, what did they finish? Remember they had like 30-something? I remember – Well, maybe it was 2014. Yeah, I remember a time when they had 11. 2014 because the 4-12 and season, I think that was like – At 11 one one time, yeah. I think it was a history-making league low a couple years ago. Absolutely. Yes. So can this team do that? We will have to see. You think so? You th- I mean, 40, I think, is okay. That's I understand the, the lofty goals there. But is, is 30 realistic? 32 realistic? Yeah, I think so. What did they finish with last year? I'm looking it up right now. We'll get you I mean, it was stat. like 20, 20 maybe. It was more than that. Twenty. It was more than that, wasn't it? But anyway, I, I just I, – I don't know. I mean, if you look at the way mm-hmm. – they created a lot of turnovers – in the preseason, you know, the fumbles and things had well, a couple caused fumbles, caused fumbles, didn't recover, didn't all. recover them all. Yeah, they had one game where they had five that they uh, they caused and couldn't get on what one of them. Mm-hmm. But I, you know, is you talked about this defense yesterday? They're capable. Yeah, I think so. I because I think are we just dreaming here? I, no, well, I guess we'll find out. I mean, yeah, one game fair. is one game, right? You right. Be consistent, but. I think what's going on up front can help what will end up happening in the back end if those guys can continue uh, to apply pressure. And then once you get back David Irving and uh, Demontre Moore, uh, I, I, you know, got some nice rotation. And with the addition of Price and Paya, I think you could make an addition. Uh, I, I mean, a, a difference up there. They were very close to getting two takeaways the other night, which you average that out, that's 32 mm-hmm. for the season. So, I mean – 
Yeah, almost had that fumble recovery with Jalen Smith with the swipe. They kind of had it. They tied for yeah. 19th last year mm-hmm. in takeaways with 20. Yeah, there you okay. go. Mickey was right, right. Right in the middle. 20. Of- Good job, Mickey. I'm just happy that finally a player is coming out there and giving us some some heat with their words and saying, hey, we're ready to go after these goals and get them. Well, I, you know what? They, Mickey's right, though. I, I think that if you find a way – this is going to be not so much on the defense – it's going to be on the offense. I know it's going to sound weird to say it that way, but if the offense can continue to provide pressure on defenses to have to throw the football. You know, if you get into a game all of a sudden and Dallas is scoring and continues to score, this is the Denver game is going to be a great example of this. Mm-hmm. I put as much pressure on that quarterback, Simeon, to have to match me to score. Mm-hmm. That's what I mean. If the Cowboys, they get into a game all of a sudden where it's four drives, Three touchdowns. Make him have to make him have to play in a game where he has to put the ball up. I think that's overall with the NFL. You get a quarterback that has to force throws to get his team back in the game. Don't just drive the bus, right? Yeah. Yeah. You're gonna you're gonna get some turnovers. Yeah, because if you're not scoring, they'll just play cozy football. Oh, there's no just question about no that. No sense taking a chance. No. Right? Because you say, okay, this possession, well, we'll live to yeah. you know, we'll we'll punt. Punt's punt, not a bad thing. Yeah, live for another possession. Yeah, then we don't want that. But if you're if you're scoring, the quarterback's gotta start taking chances. Yeah. I remember talking to Romo about that when, you know, they were so so and he was like, well, I, I can't give up a possession. I got to go for right. it. I got to take a chance. He goes, okay, I threw an interception on third down. Big deal. But I had to do it because we're, we're, we're losing. We're behind by – We're yeah, behind. Yeah, behind. We're behind by a couple scores. So, yeah, yeah you put pressure on the opposing offenses by scoring yourself. Right. Not kicking field goals. Yeah. I just uh, – that's – to me, that's going to be – if they want to get some reasonable goal of 30 or whatever, mm-hmm. 40 – I mean, 40 I don't think is realistic, but – 30, I think it's going to come down to can you put enough pressure on your opponents to have to play football with you? Hey. And if you do, you got a shot. I'm all for that. Let's get into a new game here we're going to have on our Wednesday and Thursday shows. Wednesday being today, we're going to be discussing the Cowboys offense versus the Broncos defense. So I asked these guys to give me one guy on the opponent's defense, Broncos defense this week, that they'll be looking at us and to tell me a little bit more about him. So I'll start since, you know, we'll get this game going, and tomorrow we'll switch it. They'll tell me guys on the Broncos offense that we need to know about. I like So it. you're talking about them scoring. Des Bryant might be a big help for this Cowboys offense this week. I think that he will be hungry. He's a he's a good receiver when it comes down to having to beat up certain secondary guys. Sure. And the guy I'm looking at him to kind of beat up in his matchup is Aqib Tlaib. I think that Aqib Tlaib obviously is an aggressive kind of guy. He's from Texas, so I think he's he's looking to have this matchup be a little bit of a personal thing. Personal from thing. From Garland. Yeah. Which I like to see because mm-hmm. then you get a real energy and Dez feeds up that after we saw last week. And I think he'll be upset with his performance that he had week one and want to go in here hungry. But Aqib Tlaib, you got to know that he likes to play that that tight with the receiver. Yeah. So does yeah. Dez. This is yeah. going to be good. I think there will be fireworks again. But he he's good with following the receiver, but then looking at the quarterback. Right. So Akib Tlaib will want to be focused on Dak, seeing his adjustments. He's he's the leader of their corners, I think. Yeah. Big guy in their Super Bowl win. So uh, this is a guy. This a good matchup there, Taylor. Good good uh, good thoughts and all. Very correct. I, I think this is one of those things where Tlaib. 
Dez has a chance to get really pissed off in this game. And I mean pissed off in a way, maybe frustrated. Because what happens with Tlaib, like you said, he plays such tight coverage that he gets away with holding. He gets away with a lot of holding. And, you know, and, and we've seen when Dez gets into a match with somebody that is, tries to be just as physical with him, then it's a, you know, it becomes a frustration factor, especially if the referees call the game very, very loose. You know, if he doesn't get his due of going down the field and having the opportunity to go get the football. We've seen Dez with a lot of contested catches or having to make contested catches. That's what Tlaib will do here. So th- this, is, this is one of those games that could go either way for Dez. It could be a, uh, a high-watermark game, you know, productive, super, be hungry, or it could be a volcano game mm-hmm. where he just erupts. Yeah. I and I mean erupts in a no. pissed-off way. Yeah. And we saw he got into it with the Giants, Corners, Jenkins, and all them last week. Uh, that's a good matchup, Tay, because I, as good – and we'll talk about a certain pass rusher here in a minute. But as good as they are up front, that no-fly zone that they talk about, that secondary is might be the strength of their defense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When you think about what they've been able to do holding uh, quarterbacks. Uh, Phillip Rivers, 185 passing yards last week. I mean, they've got guys who can make plays, make plays on the ball. And it's not just Tlaib. It's, it's Harris. It's Roby, who had an interception the other night, too. Yes. All right. Well, you hinted at it. <clears throat> yeah. Rob, who's your guy you're going to tell? Yeah, Rob. I'll go with another Texan, a proud Aggie, who is probably the best overall pass rusher in the NFL, one of the best we've seen in a long, long time, and that's Von Miller. He, I don't know if there's anybody in the NFL that can match his combination of first step, power, agility, and he's rounding out his game, too. I think he's become better in coverage. They've tried to do things to be better against the run, but the main thing for him is that first step, and they'll move him around. They'll start him on the weak side. They'll move him to the strong side. He'll play left. He'll play right, so there's a chance Tyron Smith sees him. Uh, Lyle Collins will see him as well, and he's just he has the agility of like a skill position offensive player. I mean, he moves like a, like a running back out there. Um, it's that first step that they've got to be careful of. He's got uh, – over 12 tackles or sacks per per season over his first six seasons in the NFL, and he's just a blur. I mean, there's a play in preseason a couple weeks ago when they played Green Bay where they tried to chip him on on the left side, and he spins inside, uh, makes an inside move against the tackle, and just moves away from the. I mean, he's just he's he's a blur out there. Do so you wish he, he was still at AM. I kind of do. I kind of do. Uh, Miles Garrett. Miles Come on, Garrett. You'd, be, you'd be selfish there. Defensive end, you. Yeah. Soto wishes he was still there. I'll tell you this. Fix in a quarterback. Too. I like what Rob's talking about there. Absolutely. I, I think, it, you know, that's going to be – I don't see them wasting snaps against Tyron Smith with with Vaughn Miller. I, I think that Vaughn Miller goes the other side. Even though I, he's right, I think you'll see both. But I would be real cautious if I'm the Broncos if, of having to play – Vaughn Miller down after down after down against Tyron Smith. Do you think that's good? Collins is his match? I think so Collins think is. They're going to beat up on the right tackle. I think they're going oh, to try. Gonna I think try. They're going to try. Yeah, and, and but you know this is where, and to Rob's point, if you look at he's got 37 career sacks at Sports Authority Field, 23 of them have come in the last three years. So if you talk about home sack, they take great advantage of the home field they have with the the crowd noise. So this is going to be. Oh yeah, you saw Philip yeah, Rivers. Yeah, yeah. You're going to you're going to have to. The tackles are going to have to be right on the screws to get this one taken care of because again, you get in some long yarded situations or bad down and distance situations like Rob was talking about last week with the Giants. 
Then all of a sudden, he's screaming off the corner. This guy is not as good of a run player as he is a pass rusher. And I think that's where you got to hammer him when you yeah. get that opportunity. And I think that's what you got to do when you play three, four defenses. Yeah. They got those skinny little def- de- uh, outside linebackers who are essentially defensive ends, and you got to keep them occupied. Uh, stopping the run and right. not just think yeah. they're going to pin their ears this back. This is the one area of their defense where they haven't been dominant. Do you think this will be a game where Dak will really rely on his mobility, making sure that he gets the runs? I mean, we've seen him do it. If he can't find that open pass and it wasn't a run play, he's going to go for it himself. Well, I think he has to be careful, though. This is a defense that can rally to the football. They're Like Coach Garrett said, they're a good tackling defense. So you have to be careful about you know pick and choose when you're going to run. But like what you said, Mickey was talking about, you've got to take the football at these guys. I make Vaughn Miller play backwards. You know, I, I, I've seen him in the Jason, San Diego. Yeah. I, I see him in the San Diego game retreat. You know, he does not want to take on offensive tackles face to face a lot. Hey, I mean, it, yeah, that's that's he's a he's a backup, and then you know, let somebody else. That's why they got those defensive ends. They, they added some bulk to their defensive ends so they could play the run better. They, they were 28th in the league last year in run defense. Right. Mm-hmm. So you have got to hammer Vaughn Miller. Every chance you can take to hit him, hit him. Slow him up. Whatever you See have to do. See more of that Chas Green pulling to the right. Yeah. Whatever you have to do to beat him up, beat him up. Yeah. Now, I like what you're saying. You're talking about these defensive ends, and you have one too, Brian. Why don't you tell us about yours, Mr. Derek Wolf? Yeah, Derek Wolf is, and I mentioned about Derek Wolf and Jarrett Crick are the two. Crick didn't play last week in this game, but Jarrett Wolf is a guy, when the Broncos got him, he was a slender built defensive end, probably at 285. Well, they've bulked him up, they've added 20, 30 pounds to his frame. He doesn't look as quick. But he plays as a head-up defensive end. He's, he's lightly, you know, you'll see him what they call five technique. So he'll be up over the top of the tackles right there. So get ready for some of those battles. He's a much better run player that used to be able to rush the passer. Now he's more of a kind of a guy that's hard to move in there, slide down inside. If you run the ball inside, he's not going to let you do that. Uh, you know, but he's a, he's a protector of, of Miller and these outside linebackers because he can hold up at the edge. Mm-hmm. But they had to bulk him up. and he's, he, looks, he does look heavier. He, he looks, looks a, way heavier, way than, heavier than, he, than he has. And, 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 and so I think Dallas is catching these guys really at the right time, especially him, because you look at he's trying to learn how to play with the extra weight. Mm-hmm. You know, he's not as quick and as fast and uh, getting off the football. And I think that's going to play the Cowboys' advantage. But what I have seen is the power at the point, extend the hands, get off blocks, can't allow him just to control. If you're going to run the football, we're going to run it at Miller, but you can't allow these Bronco defensive ends to control the game inside if you're going to continue to do that. Mm-hmm. And they have another inside guy because Mickey, Crick guy? has been hurt. Right, He didn't play. Uh, they started Shelby Harris. Right, But off the bench comes not a Texan, not an a Australian. Yeah. Adam Gotsis yes. ended up playing 31 plays at the defensive end spot in their 3-4 right. uh, alignment. Uh, ended up with five tackles in 31 plays. That's pretty darn good. And he's only a second-year player, so 
He's a guy, I, I just thought, interesting story. He played eight years of Australian rules football. Tough guys. Uh, for the Monash Warriors, by the way. Oh, those oh, Monash uh, Warriors. Yes. Not, the, my, not the Sydney Swans? I've no. heard about him. <laughs> He's from Melbourne. Or Geelong. What so keep an eye on this guy. He's, he, he, Hawthorne Hawks. They, and as Brian said, they were trying to add some bulk. Uh, now, replacing Crick was uh, Shelby Harris. Right. And He was on our practice squad here. He was. Yes. I, f- I thought when I, I said knew that, that name. name. Yeah, week, uh, week 16, 17. So he was through the in the playoffs. And he was the guy that blocked the field goal at the end, I believe. Yes. He was. He was. Shelby Harris. Right. Both of those guys got. Uh, Street free agent. Yeah, they both got penetration and uh, got up in the air, and he was able to uh, block the block the field goal that would have tied the game, sent it into overtime, right? Was it a three-point game? Three-point game. Three-point. So, uh, keep, yeah, keep an eye on these guys inside because you go back, Cowboys need to run the football. That's part of what they do. And DNA. the Chargers only got 64 yards rushing. So uh, the Cowboys need to be able to move those guys. Now, when they go to their four-man line in nickel, you know, some of those big bulky guys come out. And that, that's when I said they, they, they uh, had uh, Shaquille Barrett as the other outside right. linebacker. Your buddy. Taking over, taking over for some guy named Sean, uh, Shane Ray. Right. We know well, right? Missouri. Yes. yes. Missouri Tiger. right? Yeah, he hurt himself already. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, that, that, so I don't know how good Barrett is. It gives the Cowboys a break because now you don't have the bookend guys because with Ray and uh, Von Miller coming, you got your hands full. Yeah, the Ware being gone there Ware, too also he helps. Was, he was, he yeah. was. I mean, he was the guy that took over for Ware when he went when he left. So, right. um, yeah, that that defensive front's pretty significant. So the Cowboys have to do a good job run blocking, uh, take care of these guys. Send the Australian back to Australian football. You know, hey, a great story though. I like hearing about that. Hey, I'm going to say I'm going to say that the Giants' defense. I feel like watching them play is better than what the Broncos play with. That right makes now. me feel a lot better after what we really? just did to Cowboys I do. fans in this I first d- segment. Yeah. I did, but no, I, I feel like though that if you look overall, you know that now of course they've got Von Miller. That mm-hmm. there's no doubt. I mean that's. You know, that's one player, but yeah. if you could find a way, if you get, if you continue to get what we've seen from Collins on the rise, you know, I think that you've got to find a way. Mickey said it: run the football, be successful at it. This team is still trying to find their way mm-hmm. of playing that. I know the, the the Chargers. See, the Chargers got behind in this game. Yeah, and once you get behind, then you make them a one-dimensional football team, and they weren't able to do the things. Dallas has got to stay on schedule and make this Denver defense have to be physical down after down after down. Take advantage of your offensive line. Beat up on these guys when you can. Do you buy into the altitude factor, guys, in terms well, let, of – go ahead. Hold that. Okay. Hold that thought. You guys start thinking about altitude. Get your minds right for that because when we come back from our break, we'll discuss Rob's question, and we will discuss Cowboys offensive players that can help all of your guys' troubles. They just laid it out for you. This is a strong defense, but when we come back – We will have answers for you. We, the entertainment-loving people, demand the best unlimited wireless plan ever from AT&T. What else do you want, a unicorn? Maybe. Only AT&T offers you unlimited data with HBO included and never pay overages. Get AT&T Unlimited Plus, our best wireless deal on unlimited data. Plus save $25 per month on DirecTV. It's entertainment your way. After 22 gigabytes of data usage, AT&T may slow speeds. Plan includes stream saver and videos will stream in standard definition unless you turn it off. $25 DirecTV savings requires AT&T Unlimited Plus. Credit start within three bills. Service prices subject to change. Other usage, speed, fees, charges, and restrictions apply. See att.com slash unlimited for details. Hey, Cowboys fans. 
Did you know that over the next few years, more than a million service members will transition from military to civilian life? Veterans face unique challenges when they get out of the military, and Bank of America and the Dallas Cowboys are teaming up to help with financial education, career opportunities, and support of military nonprofits and organizations locally in North Texas and across the country. We're proud to support our troops and are deeply grateful for the dedication and sacrifice of our service members and veterans. Bank of America, official bank of the Dallas Cowboys, invites you to join us in our efforts to get involved by tagging game day photos on social media using hashtag TroopThanks, that's hashtag TroopThanks, and by learning more about our commitment to veterans at bankofamerica.com slash military support. Together, we can thank our troops in ways that make a real difference. Copyright 2016, Bank of America Corporation. It's bowling night with friends and you're hanging out together. You picked up a spare, but you're craving something better. A thirst runs deep inside, you don't know what to do. You crave a nice little Dr. Pepper and a hero to save you. Great Rider! You like to wave of Dr. Pepper when you're craving Dr. Pepper. Great Rider! When you crave a Dr. Pepper, nothing else will do. Pick up an ice-cold 20-ounce bottle today. Dr. Pepper. I hear all this talk about what it takes to be a cowboy. Everyone's got their ideas, but I just say to myself, it's what's up top that matters. Sure, you need men with the muscle and heart to get her done, but if your scouts and coaches are listening out there, a word of advice. Pick the man with the most well-worn Stetson. That's the one most cut out to be a cowboy. Stetson hats are handmade right here in Texas and have been on cowboys' heads for over 150 years. The rest of you can visit stetson.com cowboy to find a retailer nearest you this is talking cowboys make the switch to tommy john the innovative men's underwear that never rides up i wear it it's worth the hype plus it's backed by the best pair you'll ever wear or it's free guaranteed shop exclusive cowboys underwear at tommyjohn.com forward slash cowboys for 20 percent off your first order tommyjohn.com forward slash cowboys back in the swbc mortgage studio rob great Great way to bring us back in, excited. Mm-hmm. And uh, before we get to your question about high altitude, because these guys have been simmering on that thought, Mick, why don't you update us on some player availability and uh, what Coach Garrett had to say earlier this morning? Well, they're going to continue to say that Orlando Scandrick's day-to-day after he had his surgery to um, fix the fracture in his hand, but I would imagine he misses today. Uh, today, he's going to miss this week. I can't imagine he's going to even try to practice, I think, at the earliest next week. Uh, So that'll open up a roster spot for another corner, and it looks like Jordan Lewis is getting closer and closer to being ready. Uh, I don't know if he has a role on the defense, but maybe special teams. uh, So that would certainly help out. Uh, And I think the other guys that were kind of left the game or temporarily or limped around, uh, Bryce Butler, Terrence Williams, uh, Cheeto Awuzie. I think those guys, they may be limited in practice. Don't but worry. I think that they end up playing on Sunday. I don't think anybody has suffered anything significant enough to keep them out. So uh, from an injury standpoint, that's good. Uh, you know, you hate to lose Skandrick, obviously. Uh, but Anthony Brown and Awuzie got to step up. Let's see him step up. You're talking about Awuzie. Played college football at the University of Colorado. Go Buffs. Decided to go back to Colorado, and it 
gets us into your question. He's going to be just fine with the LT. <laughs> yeah, it'll be okay, right? But what about – it was a fair question, I thought, that Archer asked uh, Jason Garrett a few minutes ago about particularly the running game with Zeke. 60 plays. He played 60 out of 74 offensive plays, had a bunch of carries, 20-something carries. Do you guys buy into the altitude and maybe having to watch Zeke in terms of his workload because of the change up there in the thinner air? One of those – one of those deals is that it's in that book of questions. Yeah. Because it comes up every eight years. Now. Every time they but, play in Denver. But it's right? a fair question. No, it is. No. And, it is and, but it's not like you're going, it's not like you're going into the mountains and, and going skiing I, at 9,000 yeah. feet. I think it's worse. Yeah, you're right. I think it's worse for teams that are like in the NBA. When they come off a of back-to-back, when they make you play in Utah the night before, right. which is hard enough as it is, and then turn around and play in Denver the next night. I think that's – I think the key word here for Garrett was hydration. Yes, absolutely. You know, and, and, and we all know that nobody in life really hydrates enough. Hey. And, and I'm, I'm, I think we're all guilty of – you know, we say hydrate and we don't. They try the – Drink the, up, the, drink up. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's, that's a soda that he's drinking, not water. It is not. Oh, it is don't water. fool everybody. It, doctor. But, but I'm just saying, though, I, I think that to me it's one of those things. I know – from experience, we played a game, a college game one time in Wyoming. And Wyoming is like 8,000 feet, 9,000 feet. You, you do notice it. You really, really do. But if you're kicking somebody's ass, you don't notice it. You know what I'm saying? Yes, if if I, you're running the football and, you know, it's altitude. Altitude is only an excuse when you're getting beat. You know, you, Losing you, locker room. Exactly. You, you go out there, you play. Are your players better than their players? Yes or no? It's so a, I grew you know up what? in New it's Mexico. The same thing. Go the ahead. Yeah, in New Mexico. There you go. Exactly the same of Denver. Actually, some parts are a little bit higher. Obviously, I know most people know this. Mile High City. It's because of the mile high altitude. Denver. I mean, Denver is a great city. All that stuff. Hydrate, hydrate, hydrate. Because you're talking about losing plenty of teams, and I'm not putting down on New Mexico. Have come into oh, Albuquerque, sure. played a three-hour college f- football game. And come out on the winning side. One of those being Kellen Moore, yeah. Bryce Butler, a lot of these guys who were in the Mountain West. It does not affect you at all unless you're losing. Yeah. If your team is bad, altitude so sucks. It's really in your head. It's, it's I think it is. It's the same thing as playing on Thanksgiving here. When yeah. the Cowboys were good, they won on Thanksgiving. When they weren't good, they didn't win on Thanksgiving. Right. All the teams coming in were like, oh, this advantage, is not fair. Yeah, yeah. This is an unfair advantage. We got to travel on a short week. Yeah. Well, all right, go ahead. But the Cowboys, when they were bad, they lost on. If you're running, if you're doing a triathlon this weekend, and you're going to be out at Denver, definitely affects. Good luck. But I think for certain players, I think you see a lot of times with Dez, he wears that mask where it has the oxygen. They understand they need to do that. I'm sure there will be a couple guys who are doing that pregame. Yeah. Well, that's you're right. It, and Coach said it. The you know Colorado Springs is where the Olympic Training Center is. High altitude trainings. They talk about Kenyans as being some of the best distance runners in the world. Why? Because they live in a high altitude environment. But I, I, I've my experience of only of playing in altitude conditions. When our team wasn't better, we lost, and it didn't matter if we were playing in New Orleans below sea level or in Denver, Colorado, with it o- over a mile high. Mm-hmm. If your team is good. You find ways to win. But 
let's get back to what you're saying about Ezekiel Elliott. You know, how is he going to do in this game? The Chargers have Melvin Gordon. They don't have this offensive line, though, Tay. Exactly. But That's, what I'm. Yeah, the, the physical side of the running game, I think, is important here. They, they, the tight ends, they're willing to. You know, the, the, what did the Chargers do? They drafted two, three guys last year to play on the offensive line, and none of those kids, they all got hurt in training camp. I mean, they tried to remake their offensive line, and we talked about it as well. If you get behind against the Broncos, it plays right into the what they game. yeah it, it, it's it, it you Money. find yeah you find a way to you find a way to make it an even game. I will take my chances with Dak Prescott playing against Simeon. I'll take my chances all day. I will take my chances that 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 Tyron Smith and Lyle Collins can block one of the best pass rushers in the National Football League because I have one of the best left tackles in the National Football League playing there. And I'm trying to – that's my neutral – that's how I'm going to neutralize him. Would, would you limit Zeke? How you, would you – What do you mean? No, I'm talking to Rob. How would you limit Zeke this week or how would you play – You know Zeke? what she means? What? Limit Zeke? Limit number of carries? Yeah, I mean, would you – number of carries. You know, he got – How many touches did he get? Yeah. He had, he had five catches. Why? He had, he had almost 30 touches in the game. That's a lot. I mean, okay. especially for a guy that, he, you know, he didn't have a lot of preseason work. He's been going through a lot of stuff off the field. But obviously he was ready to go. 60 snaps, I would just – I would play him. I would just play him as you normally would and bank on him being a pro and being ready in, in terms of conditioning and, and because you're going to need him in this game. Brian, Brian's right. The one advantage I think you do have is that offensive line and be able to run the ball against a 3-4 defense, which really – they've shown cracks the last couple of years. If there's one weakness, it's been that one. How was that confusing to you, Mickey? Because uh, I don't know why you would limit him and not limit somebody else. He was talking about the high altitude of it. No, no, but I'm saying everybody else is playing in high altitude. You know, maybe we He's can go running. to UFC and train in that little room. Yeah, but you, oh, I'm just talking about treadmill. you give him the ball down after down. Yeah, after I down can it wear on it. Yeah. You do get it. Okay, yeah, let's move on. Let's move on. Zeke. Now, who will be the undercover weapon? We talked about Des Bryant, but receivers this week. Cole Beasley got some of the action. Terrence Williams, Mickey told you guys he's going to be limited today. Will he be able to have the same production as he did in week one? Fair question. It is. I think somebody's got to – you've got to find somebody to step up in this game. I mean, it, you really, really, really do. I, I, again, if running the football, I think it's all about balance, but you're going to have to make some plays in the passing game as well. Uh, I like what I've seen from Terrence Williams. I, I really, really do. And I, I think the player that you attack – for the Broncos is Roby, the nickel corner. I, I think, you know, they're going to, yeah, they're going to kick, you know, they're going to kick uh, uh, Harris inside on the slot. So that's going to be, you know, you might lose Cole Beasley there for a little bit, but that's okay. But somebody else has got to win. We talked about Bryce Butler, got to finish. He had one, one big play, three targets, had a couple other opportunities. Got to be better than that. You know, Bryce, if we're going to talk about you and brag on you and get you to this level and say, hey, he's good to, he's good to go, he's going to make plays, he's a finisher, well, go finish. Mm -hmm. go, if, you, if the ball comes your direction, go finish. So, But they're going to need – and I, I like Williams. I, I do like Terrence Williams in these types of games. Even though he might be a little bit banged up, him he's running routes – yeah, him running routes, he finds a way to find space. And that's what you're going to have to do in this game. You're going to have to find space, but you're going to have to find it quickly. See, the other thing that I think affects when you play a 3-4 defense is they've got to cover the Cowboys' tight ends. So you can't just be thinking, okay, these guys are all pass rushers. You know, if you line up 
uh, Witten to Von Miller's side, you know, what's he doing? Right. Because is the safety coming in and, and, and covering Witten? And, and if that's the case, then they're not double teaming Dez. Uh, you know, he gets single coverage. So those three, four guys now, you know, make them play your tight ends underneath and you can nibble, 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 and they'll have to change what they do and not be as aggressive uh, in the pass rush. But yeah. again, if you're in nickel, they're going to go to a four-man line right. just like everybody else does. And balance them up. And yep. then, yeah, so uh, to me, keep an eye on the t- defense, uh, the tight ends underneath uh, force those inside linebackers to have to play uh, pass coverage. Mm-hmm. How did you think that James Hanna did in his first game back? I, well, uh, the offense did pretty well. So I thought they did a good job of going two tights, uh, helping out their outside, uh, their tackles on the outside. And, and I don't think the Giants, you know, JPP was a load, but I don't think he ruined the game. For no. Them. Yeah, uh, Olivier Vernon didn't ruin the game for right. them, so they controlled those guys. They got to do that again. Yeah, this is going to be. They got in thirteen personnel in the last game ten times, mm-hmm. and seven times it was on first down. I mean, it might be some more thinking about. Okay, let's load up, and again, like we were talking about, make Von Miller and these outside linebackers have to play, make the inside linebackers run. His point about the tight ends, this is one of those games where you get Jeff Swaim going. I mean, Hannah had some productive catches in the preseason. We saw him in some practices actually do pretty well when they were doing the compete drill one-on-one. He has the capability of getting open, just a matter of him getting open. But this is the type of game that maybe that Witten, Swain, those guys can kind of help you a little bit. It looked like to me watching the, uh, the, the, the Los Angeles Charger game a little bit, they had problems. The Broncos have problems covering backs out of the backfield. There were a couple of times where Gordon was wide open. They just couldn't get the ball to him in the flat. So, you know, a lot of space. I mean, one time he throws out Phillip Rivers, and he just it looked like Rivers wanted to cry afterwards because there was so much space on the outside. But, you know, they were able to make some loose plays. That Maybe we're talking about Zeke. Get him going a little bit in this passing game, throwing the football. Five catches in the game the other night, that's actually a career high for him. And we talked all offseason training camp about maybe Zeke can increase his touches without being a, a load, you know, overworking him in the running game because of the passing game. Took a 30-yard swing pass down the field, and we saw what he did in Pittsburgh. He can be kind of that blitz buster for you at times. That's what that, the screen's been their blitz yes. busters. Yes. That, that's, yeah. That'll be important against a team like the Giants and, and Denver, too, possibly. And they tried running the screen a couple times. The one time they tried to fake it, and Dez didn't run his route. No, he, Dez. There was some confusion. It, it, it was some confusion. Right, there. He wasn't <laughs> sure what he because that's where that's where that's Still that's where Dak was looking. That's undefeated. It's like you know, Dez. Dez didn't run the. He just kind of stood well, there. Well, the one third down and twelve play they were able to make. They threw the screen to beat the 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 slot or the the uh, safety blitz or corner blitz, and it got Williams out the gate. Now, if they got that one block, they score. So. We've seen that in in the uh, training camp. That's how they've used uh, to beat teams that will blitz. They will use that screen to their advantage. Hey, I like hearing See, I like the way they're running a lot of different things. Like, they went three tights, but they still threw the ball. 13 personnel, right. They they went uh, two wide receivers and a tight end, I think it was, to the right side, and they threw the bubble screen to Terrence Williams. So let not let thing, teams think, okay, here's how they're lined up. This is what they do. No, kind of change it up. And I thought they did a good job. Uh, Linehan did a good job of not letting teams anticipate what you're going to do just because that's how you lined up. Hey, I like hearing all of this. We have a Twitter question, and you guys can still call us. 
The number is 214-872-2102. Call us. Kent will get those calls. But we do have a Twitter question. People asking, you know, I think Mickey did a good point about bringing up the tight ends. But could someone like Rod Smith have an impact in this game? Just in the carry standpoint, they're looking. If you at, increase his carries, that's what they're asking him. They I don't. Believe. They they. So what people would like is they don't either McFadden or Morris. They want to go away from that and just go with the physical game of Rod Smith. You're he talking play, about he play, physical play, right? No, now. no, absolutely. And he actually got the three snaps, three or four snaps on offense that I saw. But he, they they put him in there more on a third down than they did uh, playing him in as uh, any other down. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I I just. I'm I'm to the point where I'm 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 loading the wagon up on Zeke. I'm just going to load the wagon and I'm going to keep run you know, him, and run him, run him. I'm going to run him and I'm going to I'm going to hopefully the oxen will make it across the river before we all drown. <laughs> but wow. you know I mean that's I, I that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to load him up and I'm going to make I'm going to make Denver secondary and their linebackers have to cover or tackle him down after down after down after down. If you want to come a guy with down in the in the box with the safety and try and play that way and play that extra guy. Fine, but that's going to hurt you on the back end somewhere. So I'm loading the wagon. Smith, yeah, it, it makes sense. We saw him physically finish games, but I'm I'm going with the I'm going I'm dancing with the guy danced you know with that brought you, me. And you're yeah. going to make sure he doesn't go into those shops with has the red cross on it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's your job, Mickey. You're the hey, Zeke you're monitor. Hold his it's hand. a green cross, Mickey. Green? Okay. Hold his hand. Red Did I say cross red cross? I had red cross on my mind. Yeah. Oh. Same thing. Hey, donate. Hey, donate. Wait a minute. Yeah. Yeah. Kent, Kent knew what color the cross was, okay? you got to differentiate between that and a hospital because there can be some bad things can happen. <laughs> or good things, difference. depending on yeah. how you look at it. No, they're yep. both medicinal. Okay. Mickey. Aren't they? You crazy. You tell us. Oh, I don't know. You think they have Let's any of those in downtown caller. Denver or what? We have a caller on the line. Mark in New York, what is your question? Hey, guys, this is uh, Mark from Staten Island, but actually I moved to Florida. So oh, we're just, just getting new. back on our Is that a good here. move or a bad move this week? Well, Mick, uh, let me tell you, <laughs> we just got power back yesterday. It's really my first experience, and it was pretty daunting. You know, thinking this thing was 100 miles away because I'm on the East Coast. Uh-huh. And looking at just hearing the hurricane shutters rattle, you know, is, and you can't see and it's dark. It's just really intimidating. So, but thank God everything is okay. And Glad you're safe. Power, yeah. And we got our power back yesterday. So today's a catch up day. So I couldn't watch my boys against the Giants. Uh, but. Uh, I'm looking for replays. I just haven't had the time to sit down and watch it. Obviously, we've been busy with other things. But from what near as I could tell, uh, you know, I call about several issues. But Rod Marinelli, you know, I mean, imagine if this man had, you know, four or five good to great players. I mean, what he does with the personnel he has, to me, is unconscionable. I don't know how he does it. Uh, your thoughts? Well, he gets think, every ounce of the, out of the, the yes. talent he has. There's no question. He about likes that. his orphans. He does. And your next one, Mark? I think that was. Oh, oh, we lost him. We lost yeah. him. That was it. Well, Mark, Be thank safe, you. Mark, for sure. Be safe. Yeah, no. And, you're doing good, Doug. Yeah, and, you know, Marinelli, it's funny. He he likes to call those guys the orphans, but he has a lot of – he has a big hand in getting the orphans here. You know, he's the one. I mean, I, I, I don't – think there's many scouting meetings that they have where they don't ask him his opinion of 
who would you like to select? Mm-hmm. So before, you know, you got to be careful of calling him the orphans because he, that's his guys, you know, and, and he's done a great job. And I, yeah, absolutely. Would you love to have Simeon Rice and Sap. Booker McFarlane and Sapp and John Lynch and Brooks and Rondé Barber? <laughs> Heck yes. He has had some of those guys. Yeah, though. yeah. But I, I think that to me, I'm interested to see how this defense now will play with it when you start getting Lewis back, Awuzie going a little bit, Scandrick healthy, if Anthony Brown can continue to do what he's going to do. And Nolan Carroll doesn't screw things up. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's a safety play. Hey, we got some young safeties too. I think if he gets his, I think if he gets that secondary going, then we're going to see a better front. And uh, you know, those are guys that I could say that he had a he had a hand in. Nolan Carroll didn't miss a snap the other night. Yeah, Are you surprised by that? No, I mean he's a snaps. he's a veteran guy. Yeah. And, and, and you know what, Demarius Thomas will be a good matchup for him this week. Hey, because well, after, Demarius after, Thomas doesn't run great. After you lost Scandrick, I mean, kind of forced to. Yeah. Well, yeah. more Anthony Byron Brown. Anthony Brown was the one that had to yeah. take up the yeah, lion's share of the work. That's what I'm saying. So yeah. Carroll, ha- I mean, he had to. Carroll's play. your starter anyway. He's going to play nickel. He's going to play all yeah. all packages. So yeah, the one the guy that was amazing was Anthony Brown. Hey. The fact that he went in the slot and played 35 times, and I know it wasn't uh, Odell Beckham, but still, ah, Shepard's Shepherd, no still, slouch. yeah, exactly. And by the way, he told us yesterday too. It wasn't just college. He never played slot in high school. He's been an outside corner his entire life. And a year ago, he gets out there on the Oxnard Fields, and they're like, oh, go play inside. And he's done it. He's really impressed the coaching staff. Hey, hats off to you. We're going to take our final break here on Talking Cowboys today. You guys join us when we come back. We'll have a little bit of Rob's poll and hopefully some more calls from the fans. So we'll be right back. To work this big land, you need equipment with values rooted as deep in Texas soil as you are. Like John Deere compact tractors with a six-year powertrain warranty and big features that help you work less so you have more time to do what you love. John Deere was first in the Texas fields and we're proud to be on the field as the official ag and turf equipment of the Dallas Cowboys. Find Texas-sized deals at myjohndeerdealer.com slash football. Terms, conditions, exclusions, and warranty limitations apply. See dealer for details. We, the entertainment-loving people, demand the best unlimited wireless plan ever from AT&T. What else do you want, a unicorn? Maybe. Only AT&T offers you unlimited data with HBO included and never pay overages. Get AT&T Unlimited Plus, our best wireless deal on unlimited data. Plus save $25 per month on DirecTV. It's entertainment your way. After 22 gigabytes of data usage, AT&T may slow speeds. Plan includes stream saver and videos will stream in standard definition unless you turn it off. $25 DirecTV savings requires AT&T Unlimited Plus. Credits start within three bills. Service prices subject to change. Other usage, speed, fees, charges, and restrictions apply. See att.com slash unlimited for details. Star Sports Tours is the only official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, offering exclusive game weekend travel packages with sideline access and photo ops with current players, alumni, and cheerleaders. That's not all, though. You'll get to talk X's and O's with Senior Director of Player Personnel, Will McClay, and of course with yours truly me, Brian Broaddus. You can trust the official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, and with us, you'll travel like a pro. Visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today. This is Talkin' Cowboys. Hey, we know why Papa John's pizza tastes so great. You know those ingredients, especially the veggies, fresh whole, never frozen, and the pepperoni, 100% pork and beef. And when you have ingredients like that, you absolutely have better pizza, and it's got to be Papa John's. Hey, that's great stuff. And you know what else is great? There's Rob's Poles. Yeah, got an easy one for the fans today. And we, we talked a lot about this, guys, that the Cowboys offense are going to have to account for when they go to Denver. 
Chris Harris Jr., Akib Talib, two of the cornerbacks, elite cornerbacks in this league, or Von Miller, who's the mm. biggest challenge Sunday? Surprise, surprise. Yeah, there. Von Miller was. That, that's a tough one on him. Eighty-four percent of See, our fans are getting smarter and smarter. They're smart. I don't know though, Cowboys. but think about this. It's though. actually, it's actually a fair. It's poll. a, it's a very fair question. They, they've got where did a lot of Talib, Where did Talib show up? Was he second? Ten percent. Well, of course, at eighty percent, Mickey, do the math. No, I just don't know who was second. <laughs> Shane Ray, is say, that why you're? Mad? I didn't say what the percentage was. I All right, let me ask second. you this. Let me ask you this. I would have written in Shane Ray. Who do you feel better? Okay, let's put it this way. Poll question. Okay. Tyron Smith versus Tyron Smith and Collins versus Vaughn Miller. One. Talib Akeem. What did I say? Talib. Talib against Des Bryant or Harris first Cole Beasley. Who do you feel? Who do you feel like can really take you out? That's kind of where I was going initially. That's a better poll. Oh wow! Um, think about that. Think about the. Are you think about the matchups. Who gives you the best chance to win the matchup? Well, I think Tyron. He I, neutralizes I, 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 Miller. I, I want to see that, but like you said. They may, just put, put him him on the, the they may just put him okay. on the strong Collins. side all the time. Collins. Collins. You don't trust Collins at all, do you? Do you trust him? No, I think he's getting better and okay. better. He is two weeks into his job. Did a nice job against Mac. Yeah, he did. JPP, a couple weeks, he's been pretty good. I see where you're going with this. Oh, you surely see where I'm going with this. Because you're saying now that it's... 80%, yeah, you gave the fans a little credit. No, they're not thinking. Because what are the matchups that, can, that you can possibly win? You can win the Tyron Smith matchup. You can win Chris Harris Jr. You can win, well, hits in the slot against Beasley. You can potentially win I that. I feel like Beasley has the upper hand in that. Bryant and Bryant versus Tlaib. And I wouldn't underestimate Collins, if, especially if they can give him some chip help at times, which I would imagine they would do. You don't think Bryant can beat Tlaib? I'm just saying, which one do you now, – now put that poll up. Which one do you feel the worst about? What's the worst matchup you feel about? There you go. There's your poll for tomorrow. There we go. Nobody's answering my question. Got a heads up. I'm kind of I'm throwing, I, I, thinking. I'm, think, I'm thinking. Yeah. Think a little faster. This show's only 15 more minutes long. <laughs> I feel more confident in Cole Beasley. Out of all three of those, I think Cole Beasley and Chris Jarrett Jr. is going to be – you're going to not even worry about that. Wash? One. I think yeah. – not wash, but I think that's – you're most confident in Cole Beasley – outmatching Chris Harris Jr. Okay. Now, I know what you're saying about Tyron Smith and Lyle Collins, and yes, Lyle Collins has proved himself against JPP and Mack, but okay, do this. Miller, his, y- yeah. his Cowboys, Cowboys tackles. Cowboys tackles I, first, I, first Miller. I'm going to tell you, I'm still going Von Miller because he's still arguably pound for pound the best player in the NFL. I don't care who you have, and you have good personnel, but it's still yeah, but a concern. You have one of the best left tackles in the league. You do, but it's still, it's still a concern. Because he's going to move around, he's going to line up in different spots, and he's going to make a you play said, at some point. You promised me you're going to chip him. Mickey told me he's going to play with more tight ends this I just week. T- I just told you about a play in preseason where he sacked Aaron Rodgers when they tried to chip him, and he just spun the other way and yeah. before Rodgers knew it, he was on, on think, his back. Let me ask you two questions, and just whatever you think at the top of your head. Do you think Des Brand is one of the best wide receivers in the NFL? I think he's one of the top ten. Top ten. Where do you rank Akib Tlaib in corners? That's what I'm saying. Now, you, you're probably top, talking about one of the top ten corners in the league. Will they trust Akib Tlaib to cover Dez one-on-one, or is that safety hovering over in the way? Doing double team. I think that, I, that Mickey, we've got to figure out a way to stop the running game for the Cowboys. We better have a safety playing down. Okay, one's down and one's on Dez. Yeah, then somebody else, Beasley. 
and, gonna... and and their outside linebackers. Where are they? Because you saw what the Giants started doing with their one linebacker, right? He was kind of cutting off the, sure. the slant, slant route. Yeah, and they and so they threw behind him one time, right? Because the the linebacker kind of came in a little bit more, and so that's one of the things that. It kind of goes unnoticed. Like Janoris Jenkins gets credit for one-on-one coverage. Well, on some of those deep ones, yeah, he was in one-on-one. But a lot of times they eliminate the slant by how they line up. And so Dez's uh, his alternative is, okay, I got to go down the field. So I'll be interested to see how they play that. I would love to see just Dez one-on-one the whole time with a cornerback. Do you have an answer? Feel worse about with those three matchups? I think he feels worse about Talib covering yeah, Dez. I do. He thinks he can take him out of the game. I do. And frustrate him. And that's what you know. That's what's happened. Yeah, we all love Dez. Yeah, just, I know what's questioning. But if you're Des. being, but if you're being realistic, what is the one thing that you you know? Because you feel, I feel like that Tyron Smith or Collins can handle Miller. I really do. I worry about Collins for the whole game if that's the side they choose to put him on the entire game. I, I, you know what I do with him? I put a tight end to his side and make him run, make him line up at least wider. I make have, him line well, up wider. I have confidence in these Which tackles. Is what I they really did, do. By the way, yeah, make it make him make him play a whole man removed. Because a couple times I thought, I'm sorry, I thought Olivier Vernon was a linebacker. Yeah. they had him so far outside. Absolutely. Make him don't let him have a path to the quarterback. They about wanted him to have a three-step run at 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 Tyron. There's just always a chance over 60 plays he's going to wreck something. You know, Vaughn. He's going to he's going to he's going to put your quarterback on the ground. He's going to cause a fumble. He's going to do something. Somebody just somebody just <clears throat> tweeted though while you're talking about this. There's much talk. This Paul Williams. I don't know if he lives in the Denver area, but he says much talk on Denver radio that Von Miller has had zero sacks in the last five games. So will we double team him? Obviously, they're talking about regular season games. Yeah, yeah. Well, See, this is the thing about with Von Miller though, and we talked about home. It's a huge advantage for the Broncos to play the way they play at home. They have a great, have one of the best home field advantages, and if you get behind them, it gets even better. I mean, that's that's what it is. It's about because it's loud. It is loud. It's it, like going to Minnesota for a yeah, playoff game it, in 2009 when uh, you know the Cowboys' offensive uh, line couldn't get off yeah, the darn yeah. line of scrimmage because they couldn't hear, yeah. and the defense is just running right by them. Yeah. Don't think Va- don't think Vaughn Miller will not be jacked up for this game. I would yeah. give but, I would give the Cowboys the advantage in this though because. These guys, they beat Lambeau Field last year, and they beat Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. Absolutely, the running game travels, and, and hopefully, well, and that's that. I mean, your last year and Pilot the Bill. running the running game controls Von Miller. That's how that works. Okay, Von Miller is just the link right <laughs> here, but we do have a caller who is also our link. Gordon, give us your question. What's going on? You guys do an awesome job. Thanks for taking my call. Uh, one, two things. One is not what you do, is what you don't do. And the fact that Dez didn't get frustrated, like Brian would say, tornado Dez didn't didn't show up. That helped us out. I think these guys are really buying into what's going on over there. A couple of years ago, you would have seen Dez flipping out on the sidelines, yelling and screaming, talking to the referee. The fact that he gets right back, he goes back out there again because he actually was open a couple of times, got held a couple of times. And had some bad passes thrown to him, but the fact that he wasn't a distraction really helped his team out a lot. Also, Brian, uh, you did a, you do a wonderful job. I have a quick question for you. I went to that Green Bay game, 
And number 88 for Green Bay started off as a running back and slanted over Montgomery. to the line. Montgomery. Yeah. Tyrone Montgomery. They, yeah. Yes. They took Sean Lee out of that game so many times. Every time he would slide over, Sean Lee would move. And I was sitting there like, and I see him get caught up. So I want to know what you feel about that. And, and you guys do an awesome job. Thanks for taking my call. Thank you. Good questions. Sean Lee. By movement, right, is what he's asking. He's thinking, did they change his number? No, it's still 88. How they get away with that? Because he was their starting running back again. Well, he's they, they, he it's came the in the Packers. league. He came in the league with number eighty-eight, and that's without that's how they get away with it. Hmm. Yeah, not a big deal. Never Packers. Hmm. Packers, Packers are not going to cheat. Not no, but I, but, but that's but that's Lambo part of that, league, that's part of understanding though. That's part of understanding. You know, when you go into a game personnel and what teams mm-hmm. like to do. You know. And that that you know, if you can get somebody out of the way, I, I broke it down on film that on the interception on Brown. The Giants tried to get Brown to stretch on the outside to uh, with Shepard to go wider, and so they could throw the ball behind. But he didn't do it. So sometimes by alignment, you can get people to do things just by maybe flashing their at their eyes on the pick. You're talking about right on the pick. Yeah, yeah. He stayed home. Yeah, he stayed home instead of going instead of widening with the the flat route. Then they, you know, he was able to make the interception. Well, so when he, the Giants went empty, they sent their running back out into the slot, and Sean Lee went and covered him. That's what you do. I mean, what else? Who's yeah. gonna Who's gonna go cover that guy? Yeah, especially if you're a man. I, I mean, it's not like it, it's a faulty defensive alignment that Sean Lee has to go cover the running back. Right. Hey, I like what you're saying, and you brought up earlier. We talked a lot about Denver front seven and how they compare to the Giants. Somebody says, okay, if they do compare. How can we expect the same dirty runs from 21? Roger wants to know. How do you expect the same runs? Can we expect the same kind of dirty? I think that I think with the Broncos and that and the three four, I think you're going to have I think they're going to have more success running the football than they do against the Giants. I don't think there's going to be dirty runs in this game. I, I like the Cowboys blocking these guys straight up. I really, really do. It's again, I keep saying this. If it turns into a passing game, then they're going to probably take an L. You know, if it turns into that that type of a thing. But if they can stay ahead of the chains, I, I feel like they can block this 3-4 front. Mm-hmm. You know, Pittsburgh 3-4 front, difficult front, able to run the football. Just inherently, is a 3-4 just easier to run on? Gaps. There's more gaps. gaps. More gaps. The advantage is, from a pass rushing standpoint, is you don't know where that fourth rusher is. The fifth rusher. Coming, the fifth, fifth rusher, right. But – yeah, against the run, there's, there's you know you could count it off, and then you, if you do, you get hats on hats. But yeah, I don't think they're going to be dirty runs in this game. I think well, I'm not saying they're not going to be some tough runs, but I, I like you know I like the Cowboys' chances to to to, to run the ball here. Mm-hmm. I think you know I think San Diego wanted to run the ball. They popped a couple of runs, but their offensive line is not good enough. You got to lean on this offensive line in this game. You want to take Von Miller out of the game, run the football. Mm-hmm. Make him have to be a run defender the whole day. Wear his ass out. And especially run it when you go three wide. Yes. Because now he's a hand on the ground, right. defensive end, go right at him. They want, if, they want to, if they want to get guys up the field, take advantage of that. If they want to get those outside linebackers, take advantage of that. Because if you notice, one of the things the Cowboys were doing to see, because the Giants started a lot of blitzing, they started going empty or they started going four wide. And so now you could see where the blitz is coming from because right. you had more guys to cover. You couldn't sneak a safety in or you couldn't say, oh, I'm giving up my linebacker to go ahead 
uh, and blitz and leave one guy uncovered, and it's up to Dak to be able to find him. So there's way to formation guys out of sure. all that blitzing and not yeah. knowing where that extra rusher is coming from if they're in base. And I would wonder how many times the Cowboys actually lined up in base because they were a lot in three wide and two tight ends uh, in that game against the Giants. Yep. Now, it's a different opponent. You know, when you were talking about the quarterbacks and throwing the ball, does the altitude ever affect the quarterback because the ball sails on him? I've heard people talk about the punting. The punting. The kicking the punting game. makes a difference. The kicking game. And, and I don't know about a mile high if it affects the quarterbacks. Now, if you were playing at 9,000 feet, you know, in Vail, Colorado or something, then it's a different story. Yeah. Because I've played tennis in that, and it's like, boy, I never served better in my entire <laughs> life if I get it over the net. Mickey yeah, and right? I are going to finally have our big tennis That's match. right. This weekend in Colorado. Love to see that. I the funny say. thing is, is when you come back, you you just feel like you're just serving like crazy. Yeah, right? hitting golf balls the same yeah. way. Yeah, yeah. Like and then all of a sudden, the you know gravity takes effect here, back here at home. Just <laughs> not good for you. But uh, another question from Twitter: How is Ryan Switzer going to implement this offense this week? Well, we need to see. Last week, you know, we thought maybe he would get involved. He was uh, the jet sweep stuff. The, Two plays. Yeah, the, the screen stuff. There was a couple of packages, empty packages I heard they were looking at. Primer, I think until it's going to be a game-to-game game type of thing with him. Uh, you know, if you're expecting Ryan. Ryan Switzer will make an impact on the kicking game before he'll make an impact, I think, as a receiver. As yeah. a receiver. Yeah. yeah I think he's going to give you secure catch. And then, you know, hopefully – and it might not be this weekend because we were talking about the, the ball getting knocked out of the, you know, the park. But, yeah, I think he's going to be – it's going to be more as a, as a returner than it is as an offensive player. From a depth perspective, though, I mean, it's something to keep an eye on this week with Terrence. And then there's reports also that Bryce might be a little gimpy with the ankle this week too in practice. So, I mean, they might have to call on him. Get some reps. Yeah. We'll be see. ready. We'll see. I, I, Noah it, Brown. Noah Brown. Noah Brown. There's a name, Mick for Friday's show when we start predicting the inactives. Now, everyone keeps talking about this home field advantage. And we just said, you know, Dak and Zeke getting their big wins last year and being kind of a team. I just don't think that that really affects them anymore as much as people like no. to talk about. No, I mean, both both played in the SEC. I mean, Dak Prescott was really good on the road. I remember yeah. games, you know, he's gone – Georgia, Baton Rouge. I mean, he's been some games. Won he's some, playing in the big house. He's played, yeah, he's played in some big games. Zeke, of course, yeah. I mean, th th this doesn't bother these guys. This, you know, yeah. it's the noise that's the difference. Yeah, it's not just being calls. on the road. Yes. You know, and I, I forgot who said it. Maybe it was Dak last year. I can't remember who said it. Something about home field advantage and a crazy crowd. And they said, yeah, it's fine unless they let him on the field. Right. Yeah. I thought Minnesota was the loudest game the Cowboys had to Tough place to play, yeah. Year. Tough. You're talking about it last year, but the way that they've made their new stadium, it's it gets very loud. Denver, Denver's got very passionate fans, and then, too, they help their team. They know when to help their team, but you've got to take their, their crowd out of this. And successful play, staying ahead of the chains. Right, you start make, running the ball yeah, five yards a pop, six yards a pop. Make, all of a sudden, yeah. yeah, make Simeon have to play down for down, score for score with you, and you'll take a crowd out of a football hey. game. And at least it's not a night game, right? That's they true. Can get and all they get ready for the game. Yeah. Right, and if they want to get their fans riled up, Altitude, they could just the show a shot of DeMarcus Ware because he will be honored at this weekend's game. Mm. Obviously warmly welcomed by both Cowboys fans Mixed and feelings Broncos about this fans. whole thing. Mixed feelings. Yeah. a little bit awkward you or him me about him <laughs> he 
being honored before this game. Denver. Come on. Denver. That's kind of cheap. Denver. It is cheap. I, Easy this is, money. This is where I hate. This is where old man get off my lawn bit. <laughs> I hate when. On that, I hate when, on that I, cue, yeah. Kent's cutting you off. No, finish. Hurry up. The lawn. He's going to be in their ring of honor. It's time for Brian's minute. I mean, think about that. He's going to be DeMarcus Ware in, in the Denver Bronco ring of honor. Think about that. Won a Super Bowl there. Is yeah. it okay if I have him on the legend show here? Sure, why not? He's oh, a legend, right? He is a legend. a legend. He is. We're going to have to for work the, on for that. the Dallas Cowboys. Maybe I'll run out to midfield. Yeah. When we go run down. out there. Thank you guys so much for another awesome episode of Talking Cowboys. We'll be back tomorrow, same time. Join us.